Welcome to another episode of Inside the Closet. I'm one of the hosts, Emma Willman, as always with Mateo Lane. And today we are joined by our special guest, Monet Exchange. We had Monet on the show maybe two years ago, but now she's back. You know her from Drag Race. She's got a new podcast coming out every Friday called Ebony and Irony. She's a current podcast with Bob the Drag Queen called Sibling Rivalry. And yeah, their podcast was out before the Kate Hudson one with her brother. Because I Googled the Sibling Rivalry one and both of them popped up and theirs was first. Not that it matters and I'm not trying to stir the pot, but just a fun fact that I noticed. It's a great conversation. I'm in L.A. and had an embarrassing dating situation. We talk about Mateo's hubba hubba muscles and... Mateo and Monet compare notes on Survivor. What would they do? What would you do? Hit us up at InsideTheCloset at gmail.com. Here's the episode. Hey, this is Mateo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. <laughs> you look really, you look um, like pretty. Thank you, Emma. You're welcome. Are you on me? No. Okay. Well, I mean, I can. I well, <laughs> let me tell you, the only reason I wouldn't hit on you is because I feel like I last night I uh, I stayed up until like five a.m. and I'm in L.A. and I'm all out of it, so it'd be just me not feeling good. And I farted <laughs> in someone I had sex with. Oh no! I know. We're, so we've that, all been there. We were asleep, but like I don't think she was fully asleep, and I'm really embarrassed. So that's the only reason I wouldn't hit on you because my confidence is bad. Um, <laughs> this just derailed your confidence for the next two months. It has. It's like I just feel like I don't know. Um, I blame Questbar. Anyway, so today, <laughs> welcome to another episode of Inside the Closet. We have a special guest, a badass. Did you tell me to say badass bitch? Yes, badass bitch. Yes. Okay, a, ba- a badass. <laughs> A badass bitch, the wonderful, incredible Monet Exchange. Thank you for being on the show, Monet. Thank you guys for having me. You know, I've been, Emma, between you and me, mm-hmm. I have been asking Mateo to be a guest on the show for upwards of two years now. And every what? time I asked him, it was always met with like, uh, yeah, girl, yeah. You, you know that like that like Hollywood LA thing? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll do it, we'll do it, we'll do it. For literally for first, two years. So I'm first off, Monet's, Monet's been on the show. And... Yeah. Secondly, uh huh, I see you. But yeah, but I had Patty. It was with Patty. Like I don't want to be with fucking Patty. Ew, (laughs) (laughs) Miss. I did. First of all, every podcast Monet goes on, she will take her friends and throw them under the bus. Last week on her show (laughs) with Bob, I wasn't Monet's friend. Now Patty's not Monet's friend. I don't think Monet has friends. You know what it is too. I think when Mateo Mateo's (laughs) friends with someone, it probably feels like, oh yeah, we'll have you on, like because he like talks to you in other in other ways too. So then it like gets scrambled between seeing someone and podcasting and well, you know. I- I'm waiting for my invite back on your podcast because apparently mm-hmm. someone's messaging you weekly to have me back on. Yeah. There's this kid literally literally on our Patreon. He comments. He is like, this is day 47 of me asking Bob and Monet to bring Mateo back into podcast. Literally all the time. But you know what? I think we need to have Emma before we have you, Mateo. Wow. Hey. Wow. No, that's fine. <laughs> I was I'm I fine was with it. I was just on your um, Wikipedia and it said that you, so you're trained in opera performance at Westminster at Westminster. Yes. I went to Westminster choir college for undergrad and I had, um, I got my, well, I started out a double major in opera performance and music ed. And mm-hmm. then I was like, this is too much work. I, who am I kidding? I don't want to work hard. And then so I dropped the, the performance degree. But the ed degree was pretty much, I, when I dropped the opera the, the opera performance part, I literally just dropped like two classes. So I still had like a full like 18 credits every semester. It sure. was terrible. 
I didn't even know Mateo's the first person I ever met that had ever studied opera ever. I didn't even I never even I know nothing. Yeah, but about Monet opera. has Monet has she's a bass, but also can sing soprano. You too. She yeah. has the bitch who's always on whistle tones. But, <laughs> but whistle but whistle tones are more like um they're like another th- they're not they're uh, not look opera. at Mateo showing off his tattoo. We get it. You have a tattoo. We we all can. Of Maria Callas. Oh my god, he's like, yeah, um, there's like they, they like sing up there like a lot, you know. <laughs> Show us your tattoos. Bam, there you go, work. Bam, bam, oh, beautiful. Bam. And there's one somewhere that maybe Emma will get to see later. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh man. Oh, I love this. All right, my confidence. I was just telling right when we started recording, I had I, I was with someone last night. We were falling asleep and we had, you know, we just started like dating, but I like, I farted and I just felt really embarrassed. I don't know if I should, well, should how, I have acknowledged it. it yes. It wasn't how, loud. It wasn't loud. It was like small, but I was like, I didn't, I pretended to be asleep. <laughs> I used to like, fart in a space with someone that is like new or like, if, if it's, if it's small enough, where you can just act like maybe it was like you hitting like I don't know like a like you bumped something in the cow. So you 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 can there's ways to diffuse the situation. <laughs> yes, totally. This was one of those where we were in bed both kind of sleeping. So it it could have been that, but it was one of those ones where it's like, oh, I know you're gonna pretend that that didn't happen, but like we both kind of know that it did. <laughs> oh no! Why why do we have so much shame based around farting? I don't get it. Everyone Ugh. farts. And it's not like it's some mystical secret. It's like, and it's not like you just took a shit on the couch. It's like, okay, I had to fart. What do you want me to do? And I was falling asleep. So it kind of like, it was like I was falling asleep and then it like stirred me awake. And then I, now I just want to die now. I'm supposed to see them again. I don't want to. Was it a Tempur-Pedic mattress? Maybe your fart didn't vibrate the rest of the bed. <laughs> no, Let's but talk that- about Casper. <laughs> Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> mattress, girl. I got a nectar mattress. That's what I just bought. Oh, did I you really? It. I did, and actually, I've not. I've woken up with zero. And this is not an advertisement. I do not. We do not affiliate with it. I have not woken up with any back pain since we got it. You know wow. that was me. So before, at my old apartment, I had some some like a mattress from like I don't know, like Bob's Discount Furniture. It was like two hundred bucks, and I was using that for like which was forever. Bob's apartment on one tenth. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and I had that, and then um, when Bob won Drag Race, oh no no no, Bob won Drag Race, and Casper sent him a, ma- a mattress, and then the pe- and the woman who worked there, Lindsay, she also operates rupaul's drag race the cat instagram that they dress the cat up in the outfits oh yes she was like hey we just sent bob a mattress do you want one too and i was like yeah so they sent me like a free queen size casper mattress and my back never hurt me ever again like ever since the day i love that Mm -hmm. mona do you remember where we first met it was it at cosmic diner yes it was at cosmic Cosmic diner Diner. (laughs) yes oh my god what a shitty diner it, I mean, it was. Shit. Oh my god, I love that diner. It's awful. It's so trashy. Emma. It's it is so Emma. bad. I know it is so bad. I think is I it love still it. There? Because, yeah. I don't. Okay. Is I think it okay? is. Yeah. I'm actually like pretty. It is. Yeah. The I like it because it just reminds me of like things being open and like fun. But it is a shitty diner. How long yeah, ago did you guys meet? Five years ago. Maybe Four five. Years ago? 
four or five, something it, like that. It was before Bob was, because uh, I met Bob literally like the week I moved to New York. He was on the, a street corner, not in drag, <laughs> eating from like a halal cart and screamed my name. And I, I, yeah, he was like, Mateo. And I was like, what? And he was like, I know you. I, I've listened to you on Feast of Fun. And he's like, I'm a drag queen and a comedian. And I was like, oh. And then he said he worked at Caroline's. And then I didn't see him again until I went to Barracuda like a year later. And he did it again at his show. He was like, Mateo. And I was like, oh, that's him. Oh, did you know Did you know it was him, his show? Or you just happened to? He was like, I'm going to go see a drag show. Yeah, I was like, I'm just gonna, well, because Bowen Yang and Matt Rogers were like, do you want to come see a okay, drag I show? I love Bowen Yang. The He's best. So and I was like, sure. And then I met you at Cosmic Diner. It must have been right after, because you know how Bob is. If he likes you, he's like a tractor beam. Like you're just mm. sucked into his yeah. friend group. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, Nick was sucked in, but. <laughs> are Bowen Yang and Matt Rogers, are they fucking? Are they, uh, are they like boyfriends? No. <laughs> Are no. they okay? No, I don't. Oh, okay, no, they're just they're just like work work life partners. You know okay. what? Okay. Now that you just said that, I see why you say. At first, I was like, "What? What? What?" But then, so you know, sometimes you get like little flashes of someone's compatibility. Like, yeah, you, like literally based off of one hundred percent nothing in my own head. But I just like pictured them, and like it wasn't like the weirdest thing. Yeah, it'll be a cute couple. Yeah, it kind of oh, would be a cute couple. They're both hot, both talented, both funny. Yeah. Yeah, they could take over the world. Yeah, before yeah. before we start this podcast, Mateo told me something that makes me very that makes me very happy. Oh, you are now it. a Survivor stand, and I love it. <laughs> it is the best I, show on, that's ever happened on TV. It literally. So I know that you and Nick were watching it, right? And Nick, obviously, Nick is our, Nick's been on this podcast. He's sort of the curmudgeon old gay man who calls every once in a while, and. Um, he called to be like, you girl, you have got to watch Survivor. And <laughs> but I didn't realize that you got him hooked onto it. Mm-hmm. I was it was one random night in in the um in the panic at the disco, during the panic at the disco, and I was and I was just sitting at home and I was like, somebody want put something on. Then I put Hulu on and then it suggested Survivor. I'm like Survivor. I was like, my mom used to watch it in like 2000. I'm not watching fucking Survivor. Right. And then like I had Trey and then it was fine and then he left and then I just couldn't sleep so I was like I guess I'll watch it to fall asleep and I put and I and I, I googled I was like what is the best season season of Survivor it says season 28 so I put it on and then I, you know I was like this is gonna be white noise for the background and then I watched it, and then I was like literally white noise though because it is kind of a racist show but it is I mean pretty racist <laughs> <laughs> This season, season 28, they divided it into three groups, beauty, bronze, and brains. And uh, I, not that Garrett, I'm not saying he's gay. I don't know what his sexuality is, but I am saying he might, he just, I'm just going to put him <laughs> in that category for right now. They wiped out the gays as quick as possible. They were like, okay, oh, gays, gone. Pretty I was like, often. Oh, but yes. there's a season where they out this trans man on the show. It's crazy. Crazy what bitch. What happened? Do I, I mean the show is so old, right? So they're at tribal council, and this trans man is there, and then there's this older gay guy, this like southern gay guy. His name is Jeff, and like they bonded over like being gay, and right. then and then Zeke confided in him that he was trans, mm. and then so they're like at tribal council, and and Jeff was like in danger of going home, so he's like. And you know what? And I, and I just want us all to know that we that we all here trying to play an honest game, and, and some of us are being deceptive. 
And then wow. they, everyone's like, what is he talking about? He's like, yeah, some of y'all like Zeke. Why haven't you, why haven't you told everyone that you're trans? And everyone is like, oh, but so he the beautiful, yeah, but the, the beautiful, the beautiful mm-hmm. thing is that the entire tribe was like, how fucking dare you? Don't you ever right. do that. That is not, that is not, oh, it, was really, it was a really nice moment, but it was, I was sitting in my room, bitch. I was like a Muppet. I was like, no. right. Right. <laughs> I was right. getting, I was so hot. It was crazy. When was this? That's like a really like powerful thing to be on TV. Like that's like so real. It was like season 34, I think. So that was like, maybe like what, like four years, four or five years It could years have been ago. four or 12 years ago. I mean, that show. <laughs> oh, what just you happened? You guys watch Hold Naked. So my ex used to oh, love oh, Naked sorry. and Afraid. Sorry, Sydney Washington. I didn't have someone calls. Everything shuts down. I don't know how to stop that. Can y'all hear me? <laughs> yeah, we can hear you. It does that on my, okay. my computer does that too sometimes. The Have you guys seen Naked and Afraid? Yes. Yeah, my ex used to love it. And it was the same thing with me where I was like, oh, it'll be background noise. And then I would walk by, walk by, walk by. Who's that? What's that? And then I was like locked in for like hours. Like I was like, I'm I'm watching it. Like I'm naked and afraid myself. I take all my clothes off and I'm like, <laughs> but that have you seen? Good. Have you seen the show Naked Attraction? The British show Naked Attraction. No, I didn't hear it. No. Oh. Like, okay. The show is you, all right. Sounds like a you, not hardcore porn. It sounds like a porn that's like not like it sounds like you a, like, do if porn. it's a British show, but you, if you Americans want to watch it, you have to watch it on Pornhub. So the show is, and it's like Ooh. it's it's a legit show, right? So they have like seven like. I, I don't know, like stalls, right? And they each are like a color. And then someone walks up what with a host. What is this industry? The- <laughs> <laughs> um, Tina Burner is there. Pixie Aventura, Keisha Carr. So they have like, let's say I watched the gay episode, obviously. And they have a gay guy walk up. And there's like a well-to-do British host. And then they lift the doors only to waist down. So you see everyone naked from the waist down. That's all you can see. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I promise. This and is then not they, a show. Yes, they do. And then they walk around. And so, and then they talk about like the host will be like, so what is it exactly about this penis that you do not no. like? Yes. It's not, not, not like. Right. Well, you know, I'm not really into um, the amount of hair and I, I want, if it, it looks rather large, you know, it look, and then he has to, based off just waist down, has to cut somebody out. Right. So they narrow it down to like top four. Then they go to the neck down and then they comment on all the bodies. Well, I like him, his arms, because he looks muscular. Maybe a really good cuddler. Like, oh right, of course, cuddling so important. <laughs> and then <laughs> it comes down to the final two. So now it's just the final two, just standing there naked. The host and this guy, and then the guy has to go back and get naked also. So it's three naked guys, and the host like so. Timothy, who do you want to pick? Is it going to be Larry or is it going to be Jim? He's like, I'm going to have to go with Jim. And then they like walk off and go on a date together, clothed. I don't know why. And then they catch up with them a month later and see if it worked out. So oh my God, that sounds penises? so fierce. You see their dicks, their ass, their every, literally zooming up on dicks. She's like, what don't you like? I was like, um, for me, it's a smegma. I mean, maybe if it was, <laughs> it's just, I'm just not into that. <laughs> it's like Brie form from his fucking dick. No. <laughs> I, it sounds like, I mean, I watched this porn where it was like people would pay to go into this brothel and it would just be like women's like leg, like their top of their body would be in this like box and then they're just like legs would be like open and like strapped apart and you'd like, then people would just go and like fuck the different, like it was just oh, like- they have that. Th- 
don't they have they have a gay version of that? It's like some Ukrainian. Yes, it's, it's Ukrainian. In Eastern Europe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I can spot it. The second the porn starts, I if it's not, I can spot an I spot like just from a like a set a moan, I'll be like fucking that's German or something. Cause I watch so much <laughs> porn. But I've seen that that I know that Ukrainian type. Um, do you watch porn, Monet? You know, I like I watch porn. I seldom watch porn. Like I do watch porn, but I I just need a, another person. And and uh, it's fucking twenty twenty one. It's so accessible, but you can get dick anywhere. Right. So, but but True. when I do watch porn, I delight in my vidster because they got they got all all, all the OnlyFans shit is on my vidster for free. Wait, and what is this called? My what? My vids, my vidster, M Y V I D S T E R. Oh, girl, it has everyone. Everyone's everything is on my vidster for free. Oh, thanks, Monet. You're welcome. You know, I'm just here to drop some gems and share some of my knowledge about free porn. Can I? I'm like uh, taking copious notes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I have a, vidster. I have a question, and it's so I don't, and this is because I'm not up. Who would you say right now is like the most underrated drag performer? I don't know if that's like a bad question, but I was just curious about it because I don't know a lot about someone was asking me about um, Queens to look out for. And I was like, I I don't I don't know. And then I was like, I'll try to find an under like someone that is like. I think Pixie Aventura, I think Pixie Aventura is a very popular queen in New York City, Mm. but like a lot of people. But outside of New York City, no one. But I guess that's true. But like, like a lot of like lo- locally famous girls. You know what I mean? Like, right. I, I couldn't tell you popular queens in L.A. or Chicago or Atlanta. So I guess that's true. how that works. But I think Pixie Aventura is a super talented queen. She's one of those queens. She's like, I don't need Drag Race. Drag Race needs me. I'm like, sure. <laughs> uh, but, but she's that. <laughs> but I think Pixie Aventura. She's a very talented queen that I think uh, a lot of people need to know more about her. Right, Mate? Wouldn't you agree? I second that. Also, Emma, you keep disappearing for some reason, so I don't know what's happening with your phone. But um, yes, I, Pixie Aventura. I just did her Drag Me Out series where she oh, yes. turned me into Maria Callas. You and look good. Thank you did look good. You. And I felt really bad because I was like, I she was like, are you going to shave your mustache? And I was like, yeah. I was like, I absolutely will. And then like the day before I got booked at, at this gig, I, Penguin asked, can you be our like pride sponsor? We'll fly you down to Miami, photograph you, like do the whole thing. And I was like, oh, I I think I need my mustache. Like that's, you know, I know that's embarrassing, but I'm like a Mario's brother. I'm like, it's kind of a part of who I am. So like, mm-hmm. I like had to call Pixie. He was like, all <laughs> right, because Pixie would literally. <laughs> <laughs> she was fine with it, but then she had to literally teach me how to shave. Like everything else, I tried to shave with an electric razor, and I walked in, and she was like, "Get in the bathroom." So <laughs> she like put shaving cream on me and taught me how to do it. But then I turned into Maria Callas. It was so fun. It was good. You look good. You look good. Uh, Mateo, every time Mateo is supposed to get in drag, Mateo. Something always happens when Mateo can't uh, shave. Twice I put Mateo in dragon, both times. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll shave. Yeah, I promise. Then the day before, yeah, girl. So um, I got his call for this thing, and I can't, I'm like, likely story, bitch. Likely right. fucking story. Right. Well, right. you just made me patty. Girl, honestly, the guy, to be fair, girl. <laughs> I understand why you wouldn't want to shave your mustache, though, Mateo, too, because, like, that's, like, a big, that is a big thing to do for, like, that's a big thing to do. But it I grows was, back. It's hair. It grows back. True. Monet, it might yeah. not. That's not your mustache is going to grow back. You are so full of shit. 
It might not. I've, I've had it since I was seven. I don't know what it's like to not. I can't picture you without a mustache. It'd almost be like jarring. Yeah, I'm trying to look right now. I yeah. can't picture it either. Oh my god! Whoa. I'd probably, I'd probably look. Well, this looks weird. This just looks like. <laughs> I just look like hello. Hi. You look like a baby. You do. You you would look so super super young. Yeah. I already have those like big kind of like doe eyes. So like, That's so if cute. I just. Well, they also like droop up down my face like this. So people are like, "Are you high?" I'm like, "No, I'm just. This is just how I look." Have you I, ever gotten cum stuck in your mustache? Great question. Uh, I actually have not had cum stuck in my mustache. I've I actually haven't gotten anything really stuck in my mustache because you know what? It's not that long of hair. It's just hmm. very thick and dark. But it's pretty tr- even trimmed down, like pretty short. Like it's not that long. It's just like a <laughs> an Italian mustache. So someone has never has, has never ejaculated over your face, and you were like, "God damn it, I gotta go wash my beard." Because also, when ha- water hit, when water hits cum, cum becomes like fucking silly putty. It is the worst <laughs> thing. I yes, it's terrible. It gets becomes thick, big. You, you you start making little sculptures. You're like, "Oh, I should sell these on Etsy." <laughs> someone would buy them monet's cum Girl. sculptures someone oh, would buy them. i'm surprised patty hasn't no. started that you know that's that is some patty shit oh yeah girl i'm doing like cum sculptures now <laughs> it so does. crocheting and doing cum sculptures i would think that the cum would like repel the water a little bit no it's- they like become this weird mixture together it's fucking weird it's like a, it's like a it's like one of those those like when what was the thing you mix when you were younger it's like uh modge podge not Mod Podge, but there's that you mix water and something else, and kids play with it and it becomes this like weird science thing. It's like that is what I, I know. It's a little about. like Gak, like Nickelodeon's Gak. Yeah, remember that? Huh. Yeah. Have people been telling you since you were a young age you were pretty, Monet? Like. Would they be like, oh, you're a handsome kid or a pretty kid? Because your cheekbones are so pretty. And I swear to God, no, that's not a... I was Monet never the is pretty very kid. pretty. You're very no, pretty. No, I'm not. You guys are very you are. nice. You're Monet really has gr- not only a perfect teeth, perfect smile, great <laughs> lips, beautiful cheeks, beautiful <laughs> eyes, perfect yeah. skin. Ah! Monet is very handsome. And you're actually, really, we were just pretty. We, we were talking the other day because there was a there was a, a three-day period where Monet had hair and <laughs> like on your head? I'm an idiot. No, <laughs> Is that the top so, of your head? <laughs> yeah, so we were at my house. Bob was at my house. It was like three o'clock in the morning. We were, we were looking up manwees. Manwees are like this thing now where huh. a lot of men I have you don't that. even yeah, you don't even know. Right. Like a lot of men be having manwees on. So we're looking mm. at it and it looks so good. So Bob and I looked up one in New York City and I went to go install a manweave, and it was like I had like a full head of hair, girl. It was ridiculous. So stupid. And you can put a man weave on like a bald head? Yeah, it's crazy. They like slather your hair with glue and they put this piece on and then they cut it and stuff and it just looks like normal. You wouldn't even know. I'm going to have because I'm I'm losing my hair. So I'm going to have to get either that surgery or a, a man weave. Do the surgery. So many girls have gotten it. Detox gotten it. Alaska's gotten it. All the girls do it. No, that girl. I told you they go to Turkey. They get it done in really? Turkey. Well, Detox did back. it in. I just I just talked to Detox about this. She did it in Chicago, which actually oh. makes me feel a little more like I could even be like at home and recover, yeah. and my mother could cook for me. But yeah, it does seem like a little expensive. 
how well, long you, is recovery? Yeah, it's like a year. Well, not a year, Ooh. but so you get it done. They they get it done, and then like you, the hair has to grow naturally. So your hair, your 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 head looks like a little weird for like maybe like a month or so. But they just stay home and blah blah, blah until the hair starts to grow in back mm. like normal. Yeah, I mean a month of downtime is a that's a lot of that could be a lot of downtime. But after a pandemic, yeah, yeah, I was like, true, I'm you're right. Like, after this fucking pandemic, I thought right. like, oh, I guess I guess I can just chill out for a month. I'll find You're the right. time. Yeah, yeah. Because I wanted to. I was just in Hawaii, which is not indicative of my actual life. I just happened to be like that. <laughs> when I say that, I feel like I'm like fronting. I but I was in Hawaii. But I wanted <laughs> when I was thinking of going, I was like, I want to get top surgery so I can be at the beach with my friend Justin. And we went to the beach anyway. But I was like, I wish like I could like have my shirt off more. So I was looking at top surgery, but it's the downtime is six weeks. So maybe we could do it at the same time, Mateo. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, that would be so cute, actually. Yeah. I'll sit there with a bleeding head and you sit there with a bleeding chest and Monet, <laughs> you and Bob can come entertain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, wow. Right. So you want the black people to come in and entertain the white people. This is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast so just to- took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> canceled. Canceled. Is hey, that the cancel dance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shut up. I'd be like, I'm putting on Survivor season 34. You're like, I'll be right over. Oh, I'll be right <laughs> over, girl. Colleen, what would your guys' on. tactics be if you guys were on Survivor? When you watch it, are, do you guys have like a little game uh, plan for yourselves? I, yes. Okay. Go ahead, Mateo. All, all right. I would lose. Nick's right. I would lose immediately. You would? Because I'm too gullible and too sensitive. I don't understand. Yes, like, yes. I take everything to heart. Like, I am so sensitive. I cry you know over what? everything. I'd be out. <laughs> Me and you would not do well. We would like go to a tent and then be like, we would both be like, I'd be like, I was hurt when someone did this. Be like, I was hurt when someone did this. And then like, we would, like, I would get out of there real quick. I'd get, I'd try to get my mom on the phone. What would you Monet would kill it. Monet, it would, I Monet I would kill, would kill it. it. Because one of the thing about Survivor is that you have to also be tactical, but you also have to be a good social player. Like yes. you need to like know how to like play the people properly so that yes. you, that doesn't send you home. And um, and also I love tell I, I I would lie my fucking ass off. I would first of all, if no one knew I was on Drag Race or I was I did drag, I would never tell anyone. And really? they also they 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 like they like super super flamboyant gay guys. So I would do that. I would like play up the gay so bad, but I would be good in challenges so that they want to keep me around. It's like it's they, like a whole thing, girl. I'm they like they like super flamboyant gay guys. Well, yeah, they vote season, us off like that though. Well, there's in season in like the earliest seasons, there's like a lot of fl- really over the top flamboyant gay dudes, and they keep them around because they start forming alliances with the girls, and then yes. and then they have this mm-hmm. weird thing where they like like they like really edify they like they're really flamboyant gay guys and they start being like the leaders of the of the of the girls it's like it's like interesting it's, yeah it's, girls, it's really interesting. get them literally though like literally and then do the yeah. girls freak out when they drop them like when they're like no bitch it's still a fucking hustle and then they drop yeah. them and they're like, i thought you were my friend and they're like fuck you yeah, but then, but then when you turn on them to send one of them home, then you lie and be like, I had no idea who voted for you. Like, I'm just <laughs> trying to think, who did it? Right, you know right, I mean? right. Well, that's because gays are usually in between straight people's, d- like, drama from growing up. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. hearing how the women talk about men, hearing how the men talk about women. So it does sort of put us in a position to be like, I know what's happening here. I can, let me see if I can play both sides. Oh, how totally. do you think? How do you think Bob would do if he was on the show? How do you think Nick, think, Bob, and Patty would do if they were on the shows? I think they'd do very I, well. Yeah, I think Bob would do very well. He is Bob is um, is literally the most manipulative manipulative <clears throat> person I've ever met in my life. You heard it here first. 
And I think Bob would do very well at manipulating people on the show. That's a big part of the show. Patty, I don't know about Patty. Patty's voice, I think people would be like, we cannot listen to this for 39 days. This is too oh! much. It is great. They would be like, we can't, we can't, we can't, we can't. But yeah. but Patty, but Patty's also good at so many little things. Like he's good at so many random things. So he might be good at oh, like catching he would fish. Build, he, he he could catch fish. He could kill the chickens. He could cook he, the right. meal. He could build a fence. He could build the like the whatever. He could be, sew them clothes. He'd yeah, be a silent killer. Patty <laughs> would be a clothes. silent fucking killer. He'd be he good in the Patty, challenges too. Yeah. Patty, Patty takes the fucking fishing gear and starts sewing everyone outfits out of leaves. Like, all right, girls, <laughs> yeah. y'all gonna wear these and like like what? Like what the fuck? Patty probably then, has hidden skills too. We're like, we didn't know you knew how to like hunt fish with your eyebrows. And he'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't know about that. And if Patty gets voted off, he would immediately be like, well, here's the real tea. You cheated right. on you, your alliance right. with them and your alliance with them. Put the flame out, Jeff. Let's get this shit going. Right. <laughs> so real. Jeff so ropes real. on that show. But wait, real quick. How do you think Nick would do on the show? Because let me just, Nick said, he said to me, I would do very well on the show because no. the challenges aren't that difficult, but I I would be very good at the social aspect and manipulating people. That was his exact words. Nick can barely walk a, a five block radius without being winded. Like, I'm not even jog. Yeah, Nick is literally the most unathletic person I have ever encountered in my 31 years of life. He couldn't even do yoga on Bob's Instagram. They were trying to yoga and Nick was like just stretching, just simple stretching. And Nick was out of breath. He's yeah. so thin. He's so svelte. You know, I would go on the show, honestly, the weight loss thing. Everyone who goes on the show, they lose so much. By the time they leave the show, everyone loses, like, if you go from the beginning to the end, you make it right. all the way through, they end up losing, like, 25, 30 pounds every time. It's kind of crazy. I wonder if they gain it all back, though, because they're not getting, they like, do. muscle. They like, do. That's yeah, the, they do. That's the real... You see would them you... at the reunion, and it's like, girl. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you got that Survivor 85 Right. Literally, though. <laughs> well, it's stuff on the... It's stuff on the show that shocks me. Like, they were like, okay, here you go. Here's chickens, right? So I'm thinking, well, these chickens, they're just going to lay eggs. So that's constant protein. And then right. Jeremiah just takes the chicken and you just hear. <laughs> and I'm like. Yeah. And you know what? And obviously, I'm someone from reality TV. I've done a reality competition show. So, what you know, show? I know that. <laughs> naked and naked attraction was what yeah, yeah, right. I thought I recognized you. Yeah, yeah I remember the episode when I like lassoed that guy with my dick. It was really fun. <laughs> um, but so I, you know, so I like looked it up. I was like, there's no way they're really sleeping outside. And like literally all accounts, like like for for the most part, the only things that aren't as you see is the water. Like they they bring them a thing of water, like a not even to them. They like they put fresh water in their well every day to make sure that they oh. can stay hydrated. Mm. But they really are eating that fucking rice, the fucking yes. beans. They had to kill the chicken. They really yes. are like are, are food deprived oh, and stuff. My, and it's crazy. My ex was flown out to do makeup for what's the host name? Jeff, Jeff Probst. Yes. So she was she's a makeup artist and they like had her fly out to do it. And they're like, you know, they keep everybody like tote. She's like, it's very she said the two most like legit reality shows where it was like least manipulated was was that. And the other one was the real housewives of Beverly Hills. She was like. They, she's like, the only thing is, is they just are plugging them full of booze. But she was like, it was way more like real than I thought it would be. Like, it wasn't yeah. like, like. Well, Survivor is the perfect show where you don't need to really manipulate too much because you are people on an island who are, right. have to vote each other out and can't eat. I mean, it's Girl. like, 
you're gonna go crazy. Jeff Probst, by the way, is such a shit talker. Like in oh, the middle I of challenges, love it. he's really? such an asshole. Yeah, like you're like running, and he's like, Mateo has lost for the third time this week. <laughs> literally, the worst player in Survivor history. Yes, he'll say that. Oh he literally God. will say that. And and this one episode, this girl Lindsay was like trying to vote. She wanted to leave, so she in the middle of the night, Jeff Probst walked over on the island, and I thought. They tore him away from like three beautiful women in a five star hotel to come talk to this bitch on the shore who's got wrinkly, smelly feet and is crying. <laughs> like you could just see he didn't care. Right. And that's also the weird thing is that in some season, like they like the guys and girls start hooking up and I'm like, y'all have not brushed your teeth. Yeah. Y'all have not showered. Mm. Y'all are shitting in the ocean, wiping mm. your ass with leaves. Like I'm not fucking kissing you and fingering your pussy. Like, no, mm. ew. Mm-hmm. But three would. <laughs> have you guys seen um what the great race or whatever that one is where you like amazing race. race amazing amazing race, race. i've never seen i it. haven't seen it but i put in like two years ago i was going on whatever it was i had was like so sick of going on auditions and so i told my acting agent at the time i was like can you contact them i want to get on it and he did and then he wrote back and he's like emma like we can explore this if you know what you're getting into. And I, I, I was lying through my face. I'd never seen the show. I was like, I know what I'm getting into. I'll make it funny. I just wanted, like, I'm sick of auditioning. It'll be a fun thing. And we, like, got pretty far in the process before I, like, Googled it. And I was like, oh, this is a terrible idea. Like, <laughs> terrible idea. Like, because he was like, I really don't know if this is what you, it's not, like, I don't know if you understand what you're getting into. And he's like, they just want to be clear that, you know, like I had a partner. I was going to try to enter it with somebody. I was like, ready to do it. Yeah, and you I tried like, to ask me and I was like, oh, absolutely yeah. no. not. Yeah. Mateo, you're physical. Why, why it's a bad idea, though. Like, I mean, we. I'm still down to try if someone wants to do Are it. Are you physical, me. Emma? Do you like, do you like doing like physical activity? Let me tell you something. So the beginning <laughs> of. It, it used to be no. The beginning of Corona, the beginning of Corona, I gained like 18, 20 pounds. And then I was like, fuck. So then I started doing like an exercise thing. And now I've been now I've been like working out. And recently I've kind of fallen out of it. But like I'm going to get back into it. And it's fallen out. Like I just mean in the past week, I like two weeks, I wasn't working out the same way. But like I'm Got now it. I'm trying to I get my steps in. I do 10,000 steps a day. I work out three times a week and I try to eat a lot of protein. Are you physical? Yeah. Um, so during the pandemic, I, I I was I was doing like a lot of those little home workouts. Yes. And then I've recently been working with this trainer. Um called, nice. his name is Brister Hay, and he's been really getting me together. It's the bet we talk about like because Mateo's one of the first people I knew where I saw his body change like over time in a major way. Cause like when Mateo's I first his body is Mate- ridiculous, literally yes. an Adonis. Did you know him when he was really little? Mm-mm. So when I first met Mateo, he was really little, but he was gaining, he gained muscle like it, over such a gradual period that I like, kind of forgot about when he was little. And then I look back, I'm like, what the fuck? So it was the first time I saw someone change their body. Cause I'd seen like people drop weight before, like drop 20 yeah. pounds quick. Never seen someone gain muscle over time. Like he did. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gaining muscle and keeping it. It's a fuck. It's a fucking, it's, you know, it's, it's a, a lifestyle time job. Well, no, but I'll, anytime you're on Mateo, Mateo's phone is uh, going. The alarm is ringing every two minutes. Like, oh, I gotta right. eat now. I gotta eat. It's right. like a full. It literally is a full time job. But I mean, you look great. So I'm what trying to trainer? eat, but then Bob steals all my food. <laughs> <laughs> what is your trainer having you do? Is it dex- diet and exercise? Well, that's the that's, that's why I struggle. Is she's just yeah. exercise, and I am literally 
I would just shove things in my mouth all day Me long. Me too. I, I, eat- I just can't. But what stop. about the food, Monet? <laughs> <laughs> I I eat like I'm trying to watch eating for emotional reasons because like I now that I was like when I was like dieting, I was like, oh, I really notice how much I'll eat for stress. So like now that I've cut back on that, I even the other day I tried going to um overeaters meeting just to learn about like how to not compulsively eat. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting. It was interesting. I was eating while I was at the meeting because it was on Zoom. I was like making a peanut butter sandwich and I was like, hmm. <laughs> I like, turned the Zoom camera off. I didn't want to like trigger somebody. Like, we, we also forget, Emma, as performers, like drag and comedy are just so different worlds. Like So different. I've seen, I, Monet, I can't count the amount of times I've seen you perform. And it is from beginning to end a physical endurance. Yes, I mean, yes, you, yes. You, first of all, the the uh, how much padding and all the makeup and everything that also that makes it harder. The hot lights, and then you're hosting, you're dancing, you're lip syncing, you're you're playing games with audience members, you're keeping it light, you're walking, you're crowd working. You're, I mean, it right. is. So Monet used to be a part of a show called The Help uh, that was oh every God, single Wednesday yeah. with Pixie, and yeah. it was just the. I mean, they. It was the I've sent Aziz, I've sent Michael Che, I've sent oh so God. many people to go see that show, and the physical work that goes into these shows. Monet, how do you? Here's my question: When you do drag, like when we do comedy, you do up mics, you get up, you tell jokes, you do that a bunch until you figure out your rhythm all the time. How mm-hmm. in drag do you get started? I want to do drag, and then eventually build up to having all of these skills. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, well, drag in different cities is so different. Like New York City is a city where you kind of have to have all those skills, but like you go to somewhere like one other than Portland or like uh, Texas or some, or some other cities, you don't need to have the hosting skill. You don't need to have to tell jokes. You don't know how to crowd work right. because your only job is to just, there is a host who does those things and they don't perform. So in a lot of these other cities, you just like a, one, like a part of the cast where your only job is to just come out, do your Beyonce number, and go and go away. But New York City is unique in in that you need to, in order to be one of the top queens and a super successful queen, you need to know how to perform, but also how to do the job of a host. And then for for me, how it worked was that I started. I would go out to shows. I watch people like Peppermint, like Bianca. Uh, I'll go to Bob shows and I would like see what they were doing and how it works. And I'm like, okay, this is good. I can, I, I think, I think I can do this. And then mm. I started out doing like guest spots. My first gig was at Phoenix bar. Have you, have you ever been to oh, Phoenix? Did I I've turn gay it. yesterday? Of course I've been to Phoenix bar. <laughs> I've heard of it. Yeah. In the lower East side, I went to Phoenix bar and then I got a gig there. There it was called 1999 Tuesdays. And I was super new. I had no gigs, but I told, I spoke to the, to the bar manager. Like I was just like, fierce diva with all this stuff and he gave he gave me a night but mm. it was like every tuesday if it wasn't raining and it was above 75 degrees right, and right. like it, there were like so many stipulations of what i could do the show so i ended up doing like <laughs> maybe like two shows a year right but it, it was like my show you know what i mean i was like i have a show and then from there i use that as leverage to get yes. other guest spots places yes. you know what yes. I mean? i'm like well i have a show on tuesdays so I, can, I can i can maybe come and do yours on wednesday if i right. if i'm not too tired from my show on <laughs> from my show but <laughs> i have know? on tuesday yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was that. And then you work with these queens and you see what works. And then and then if you're, you know, and then 
like Holly Day, I worked with her on Wednesdays and she would let me, um, when she would go change, she would like, can you talk to the audience for like five, 10 mm. minutes? I was like, yeah. So then that's when you like starting to flex those muscles and mm. start to work it. And then just like getting more guest spots and then you get a, a show hosting with someone else and then you start doing one by yourself and just were growing you gradually. Right away, were you hooked? Were you like, when you did it, were you like, this is it? Yeah. Well, I was still working full time at the Yale Club and also doing drag. So I was like, mm. I mean, my, I was getting like two hours of sleep a day. Like, cause I, cause my shift was 11, sometimes it was 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Mm. I would get off at 7 p.m., get on the train uh, from Grand Central to the last stop on the two train in Brooklyn. So that was like an hour long train ride. Get home mm. by like 8.30, shower, get in drag from like nine, from like 9.30 to like 11.30, get to the club by 12, stay at the club from like 12 to like 4 a.m. Then get Go to Empanada Mama after. Go to Empanada Mama because I wanted to hang out with people and be like, I'm cool. Like, I do things. Yes. Like, hey, get right. home I'm at cool. like 7. You know what I mean? Get home <laughs> I by 7 a.m. Exactly what you mean. <laughs> sleep for like two hours. Yeah. I have to wake up to be at work for 11 a.m. So it was like, I, I did that for like a solid like two years. And I would remember and just, I would just be decrepit. I would be like, I, I, how, how am I going to make I, I think I still yeah. remember your show schedule. So Mondays you used to do Bob's show at Barracuda. You took okay, over Okay, it was that. not Bob's show anymore. He was gone. It was my show. Right. Then Tuesdays, it was at Industry for Bad Drag. What is it called? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, Bad Drag. Okay, Wednesday's The Help. Uh-huh. Thursdays, we would see you at Industry again. Mm-hmm, for Queen. Uh-huh. And then Sunday was Hardware. Yes. So I don't remember Fridays and Saturdays. I think you were bouncing Saturday, around other gigs. Saturday, I did Hardware as well. I did my one-woman show mm-hmm. Saturday at like 7 p.m. So I worked every day except Friday, bitch. But that, again, that's when I like, in like 2015, Bob said to me he was like Monet you need to quit your job and I was mm. like what do you mean quit my job he was like you need to quit your job I was like why he was like because you need to focus on drag I was like okay I have a unionized 40 hour a week job where I'm making $20 an hour and like at least 10 hours of overtime a week I'm making good I'm not quitting my job to do drag right. fuck that he's like if you died tomorrow would you be happy you were working at a fucking Yale club or you were doing drag and I was like mm. I guess doing drag. And then I like stepped away from that job, girl, all my benefits, all the union shit. Mm. And I was, and then I, then I started doing drag full time. And it was How your biggest you- regret. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, I, and I fucked up. How did you, when you first walked away from it, like, how did you start approaching, did you start approaching drag differently right away? Were you like, I just have to make, like, what were the first steps? Yeah, I think for my first steps, I was like, I need to, in order to make enough money where I feel comfortable, I need to get at least three gigs a week. And back then when I did mm-hmm. gigs, I don't know what it is and what the rate is now, but it was 150 a night. Like the mm-hmm. bar would guarantee you 150 and then I would make like another 100 at, at, at that time, like 100 to 200 bucks in tips. So I was mm-hmm. like, if I can get three gigs where I'm making at least that a week, I can, we'll be able to at least pay my rent and get at least buy ramen noodles every day as opposed to every other day. I was like, three gigs a week would all be good. And then I got that, and then I got four, and then I got five, and then I started doing six gigs. And then and then obviously, the the better you get, the more tips you start making, right? So so that was like, I was like, if I at least get three, I can do it. Then I started getting better and better. And Did you have people in your life when you walked away from the union job that were like, you're crazy? Like, did you have to cut people out at all? I don't have to cut anyone out, but like, I think it's a big, like, you know, my family's West Indian, like West Indian, and it's a big, like West Indian and Asian and African thing. They're like, you need to be a doctor or lawyer. You can't be doing this art shit. 
you can't be like you need to have a job that makes money. Like right. my mom was also the mom. Like when I got grades in school, it was like if if I got like a ninety eight, like what 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 happened to the, to the other two points? Where 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 did those go? So it was always like that. She's I like, took them. I got the two. Be like, well, there's this idiot in class, and she got a two. <laughs> so I gave her two of my fucking points so I could have it. My parents are like, one, two. What's next, Emma? And I'm like, five, six. And they're like, no, three. You fuck me. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> I was the flip. I was the flip of that. Yeah, if I got like a C plus, my parents are like, oh, thank God. Yeah. I mean, just, <laughs> just. Did not was, pay that, was, I, that was not my experience at all. And I used to hate mm. it. I used to hate it. So it was always like, you're going to do this drag thing. You're going to quit your job. How are you going to make sure. money? How are you going to live? And they were like, motherfucker, we ain't giving you no money. So right. I don't know. Don't, you ain't coming back here. You better go to a shelter or something because we, 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 we can't help you. Did you, your job. did you not want to face them? Because recently I, I, I was talking about before I like farted in front of this girl we, on the date. She was asking about me seeing some of my family. And I was like, I haven't gone and seen some of them for a little while. And I was like, when I don't, depending on where I'm feeling, where I'm at in my career, I was like, sometimes I'll like avoid them. Cause I just want to have like those conversations Were you like, I'm just going to tab seeing people until I can get it together. Or were, did you like still face people even when you're like, not sure about stuff? You know, I'm like, that's kind of how I am all the time. Like I am a, I am a homebody. I like, don't the, uh, Unless I like had to talk to people for work things, which unfortunately right. I had to do with Bob right. pretty often because we do a podcast. <laughs> right. I am pretty much like home and I like don't face people like regularly unless I'm going mm. out for lunch with Matei or something like that, like which we did which we did this week. I'm mm. pretty much home and I just regardless of if if I'm successful or not, I'm just like I'm just gonna kind of be home and sleep on the couch and play with my cat all day. Yes, yes, can, yes. Can I ask you what that feeling was like? Because ever so you know, when Drag Race became very, very popular, all of a sudden there was like this focus on all the drag queens in New York City, right? Who's mm-hmm. going to go next? Who's going to be next? And mm-hmm. it was just sort of obvious that Monet was going to be on Drag Race. And I'm just curious, Monet, before you even got on the show, what was that feeling to have pretty much every single human being in New York City that you encountered with say to you, when are you going to be on Drag Race? You're going to be on Drag Race. How you know, like, how did that feel? You know, it's honestly, it was really pretty annoying because right. when you like, when you end up, first of all, the audition process for, I've auditioned for like three reality shows in my life. America's Got Talent, Real World, and Drag Race. And Drag Race is the most, it's like so intense. It's like such an intense audition process. And in all their fine print, they're like, do not tell anyone you are thinking of auditioning for the show that you that we, do not tell anyone or else we'll mm. get you and you'll you'll mm-hmm. never see your tape will never see the ladder they no one will ever know about you ever you stupid oh, fat yeah. black bitch <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really it's what like, they said did they say it just yeah. like that verbatim verbatim yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's so the they yeah. <laughs> So they scare you. So some people would be like, "We know you audition." I, 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 I would always think that like they were gonna, they were gonna be, they were gonna be the reason why I wouldn't get on the show. Sure. So everyone. So even when I, because for season nine, I got close, but I didn't get cast. Like I was like the third round. They, they call me. And they're like, "Hey, Monet." I was like, "Hi." They're like, "You weren't, you're, you're not cast on the show. You're our first round pick. So if, if for any reason one of the girls can't get on the show, we'll give you a call." So they had they had that call with me, and that same year, people were like, "We know you got the call. We know you're going to show." And and then you know, just those insecurities in your head. I'm like, "Well, did I say something? How do people know?" And then, mm-hmm. and then right. if people are saying this, and then that means it got back to them, and now I'm never going to get on. So I'll just be like, "Just don't even say anything to me. Just leave me alone. If you think mm-hmm. what you want, don't talk to me about it." You know what I mean? Right. So that's how I felt a lot of the time. 
I remember yeah, when Monet did get on the show, all you could say is, I'm going on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going on vacation. I'm, I'm, I'm going to a family barbecue this summer. And they'll like. That will take what? exactly one month. <laughs> and I remember too, I was with Bob. You, the first person you called when you got out of Drag Race was Bob. And Bob and I were mm-hmm. at some shitty, shitty Chinese restaurant in the middle of nowhere, LA. And Bob looks at his phone and is like, oh, Monet's calling. And he's like, girl. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. When you get out of there, girl, it's like you, it's like you just got out of prison. You are like, you get your phone because you haven't seen your phone for a month. And you, you like, can't have your phone for a month. That seems like that's, yeah. it, that seems insane. Yeah, don't don't, you, don't, don't they anything. not let you out of your hotel rooms? Yeah, they like lock in your hotel room. Like you are, it's like what? it's like sleepaway. It's like sleepaway, like like choir tours. Like they put you in a hotel room, and they tape you in. So if you if you open the door, they know that you open the door because the tape. Will Wait, be no way. They they put yeah. tape over the door. Yeah, you gotta stay that in your room. That seems so archaic. Tape over the door. Yeah, girl. That seems we like very like they don't have a more sophisticated like <laughs> method than that. Like, doesn't the show have a pretty big budget? And and Monet, who <laughs> kept you entertained all those long nights in the hotel? Oh room? my god! So in season ten, every I would watch every time I go we'd go back to the hotel room because you also stay in your in your hotel room from Friday to Sunday. You you're in your room. You don't get to go what out. The you can they if you they let you like take trips to the pool or whatever. Um, but it's like 30 minutes. So I would watch Comedy Knockout was on True TV and I would watch <laughs> Comedy Knockout literally, re- like I've seen every episode of, of Comedy Knockout. Wow. And I fucking, that guy who was not funny, what's the name? The, the, the fucking black dude. He's very handsome, but he's not funny. And I would be like, how is he winning? He sucks. Who? <laughs> the handsome black, someone with a J, handsome black guy. He's he was cute. A con- he, was, he was a contestant he was a- on the show? Yeah, he was in a lot of your episodes. Very handsome, light-skinned black dude. Was it Tone Bell? Because Tone Bell is the most handsome man on the face of the planet. Let me look it up. Maybe it's him. We can't confirm the name of it since you said they weren't funny because then we don't want to say, like, who would it? I don't want to start rattling off names. But also, yeah, yeah, uh uh-huh. Tone Bell, that motherfucker is not funny. He's cute as hell, but he is not funny. Oh, my God. Tone Bell's so, I promise you. Not on the show. Maybe what I don't know what happened on the show. I'm not responsible, but let me also just say this about Tone Bell. If he said, Mateo, you can never speak to your family again or your friends. Will you marry me? I said, when's a good time? Yes. I mean, I would in a heart. I would never. So I'd never speak to either one of you again. Tone Bell oh, is so If hot. Tone Bell was like, like, Monet, I want you to get on your knees. I'm, I'm going to spit on your forehead and slap my dick across your nose. <laughs> and you will say please and thank you. I would <laughs> do it instantaneously. He is fucking beautiful. Are you, you in need a relationship? To watch his, wait, you need to watch his stand-up, Monet, because he is actually quite quite brilliant. I promise okay. you. But that, that show is also hard because they're like, here's a half hour, write jokes about this, go! You know, it's like, what? Well, and no shade, the host is not funny either. I'm like... Uh, no, I like Damien Lemon. I love Damien. Okay, well, girl, they need now, do you have... Are you single? I am single. I am, yeah. I am, um, I am... Have you told Colleen that? Single. <laughs> well, okay, so Colleen, she got punishment today. She's not, she's not happy with Colleen? me right now. My cat. Oh, got it. <laughs> Got it. My cat, Colleen. So she's doing this thing lately where when I leave, she will go and she will like flip the garbage in the bathroom down and she's like digging in there. 
So I like sprayed her with the bottle today, uh, like a few times. And then today I came <laughs> back, I was like, and then, and then she knows she, and this is how I know she knows she wrong. Cause I come back <laughs> and then normally she like chase me around and she's like, blah, 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 blah. when she's done that, she will not follow me. And she'll stand by the door and she'll be like, I'll be like, oh, bitch, you know what you did. So I got her ass. I closed the bathroom door and I put her in front of the garbage. I said, do you see what you did? I was like, do you see this? And I was like, no, no, no. And I gave a little pat on her ass. And then she ran hmm. away. You let her know. Hmm. Yes. You let her know. Emma, Colleen's one of the hairless cats, like the Dr. Evil cat. Oh, I like oh, yeah. those because I don't actually like cats that much, but I love those hairless cats. I like yeah, those. I wasn't see. I had like a cat allergy when I first got her, but mm. I think that I like shocked my allergy Mm-mm. system, and now I don't have any reaction after the first three weeks. It like went away completely. I could see getting because I want to get. I really wanted to get a little dog, but I could see get, maybe getting one of those little hairless cats. And do you travel They're with so her? Cute. I yeah. I I took her to London with me. I took her to yeah. Florida with me. Yeah, I love her, and she's only like nine pounds, so she can stay right. in the in the cat right. with me. I was gonna say, how does she? How do you travel with the cat? Well, now because of the pandemic, I call Delta because when Patty and I were coming back from London, because Patty and I had this like wild escape from London before they shut down the airports. We were, uh, we were there and they were like, there's a new variant strain. We are closing the borders and the 23rd at midnight. So we had to get out of the country. So we're like trying to, we're like on the fucking computer trying to buy tickets to get home. And then we're like, look on the thing. And then we saw this, this pop-up came up, but like, make sure you leave London with your pets by December 31st. After that, you cannot travel to and from the UK with your pet. Wow. So, and then now Delta, I think the FAA in America has a thing. It's pets for, for, for now. Pets cannot be under under the thing for, for mm, a while. So right. you can only have pets that can ride in the cabin. Mm-hmm. It would be funny though if like you couldn't bring Colleen and we just sort of got, got a flash to like what she's doing and she's sort of like, you know, working as like a chimney sweeper and <laughs> She's going to make she her own a, way. She, well, I will say, and Patty thinks I'm crazy, but when we were in the UK, she had a meow accent. She wasn't meowing mm, normally. Oh, okay. no, no. What was I'm telling you. Name? Yes. Really? Yes. yes. That's a good thing to write about. People love, that's, that, that's funny. It's real. It's real. When she's, she's Are you sure America, you weren't hearing it? Like you were hearing so much accents that all no. of a sudden you were hearing it a different... As, as, meow, pip, pip. Like as, as if... <laughs> In that. America, she's like, meow, meow. Over there, she's like, meow, meow. And, uh, this, you turned into a crazy cat lady. I can't. Yeah, Her like, meow like, changed as if she knew, she called the subway the tube. Like as if right. she... I have a question. If you've been drinking, does she sound drunk? Because it really might just be what's going on in your... Like when, if you've had a couple drinks, are you like, my cat's wasted? <laughs> like, well, I did get her... They have cat milk because uh, it's like a specific cat milk. And apparently if you give them too much, they can, it like gets them like a little like tipsy. And like, mm-hmm. when, when I would give her cat milk and she'll be, she'll like give it, start giving me, she'll like slurring her little, wa- her, her meows <laughs> were getting slurred. She's walking sideways and shit. Girl. She walks in, calls you a whore, leaves. <laughs> Do you have dates planned for when we get out of the pandemic? Are you going on the road at all? Um. Yeah, so I, well, I was supposed to do this in-person gig this month, but I turned it down because I was afraid to get canceled. But sure. I've been doing in-person gigs. Well, I, I did I did a gig at, at Playhouse in New York City and it was fine. I'm like, I'm, I'm vaccinated. Fuck these fucking 12-year-old mm-hmm. kids sitting at home with their, with their parents paying the goddamn Wi-Fi and their phone Absolutely. bills. Like, fuck y'all. Like, you know what I mean? Totally. So, but uh, I'm going to film 
uh, I don't think I can say what it is. I'm going to film um, an ABC uh, uh, and one episode of a popular ABT, ABC show awesome. at the end of this oh, month. Great. And then um, Bob and I, we've been talking to our agents about rescheduling our tour because we had our big yes. tour scheduled for last year, but yeah. that had to get canceled. And now it's going to be 2022. How, how do you and Bob handle like on such a huge level, like cancel culture and criticism that comes y'all's way because you know for me it's so interesting i mean i'm also i'm older i'm 34 like when i watch y'all's podcasts on youtube i just watch it enjoy and kind of giggle and then shut my laptop and move on but then it does seem like there's just like waves and tsunamis of comments from people who just are, are trying to cancel you yell at you like what is that what is that like and how do you respond you know, I think that I have an approach, like, for the most part, yes, some stuff does get to me, but a, a lot of it, I'm like, you entitled to your opinion, and sure, you don't like what I said, and for the most part, I ignore it. There's only been one instance where I had to, like, pretty much get involved, and that was, like, the big Megan McCain thing, but in that, people's critiques of it were so stupid, and it weren't valid at all, and it didn't make any sense, like... right. And and then I was and I was clapping back saying certain things and people were getting mad that some of the things that I was saying were were factual. And yes, mm. I can see how some people may have been hurt that I was on that I went on the view. I'm like, but there are hundreds of at this point, I'm going to say thousands of celebrities that have been on The View. Yeah. Just because you go on this show. Presidential you, candidates. Presidential. And, right. Doesn't I mean, mean that you're aligning yourself with all of their views. I'm like, everyone has their own views about about, right. about uh, 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 politics and whatever so and guns. They, and it was They crazy. were mad that you went on The View because they don't like Meghan McCain's political view. Yeah, and then so, also, but then also Nina Weston on this, she was like, we're making you an honorary Rue girl. And I'm like, I know who told Nina West to say that. I, was like, anybody <laughs> I think her. I was actually there that day. Did, did you come? I did come that day. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. And I was like, yeah, like, that part I can see why people will be mad, but being mad that I went on The View, I'm like, it's such a crazy take. And it's, it's, so cra- no it's such a crazy counterproductive take because it's like, engagement is needed for like any form like like getting like ignoring a space does not help that space like what what good could come from you not going into that space on so many levels exactly exactly also then are they gonna cancel whoopee like i don't get like yeah or joy or like or sunny like are gonna cancel them so they work with her right yeah yeah but um, also, but and other things like I am also when people say rude or shady shit, I I clap back. I will literally tell you, fuck you. Your grandmother's a stupid fucking dumb <laughs> bitch. Yep. And I hope that she dies tomorrow. Honestly, Boy, I wonder yeah. if you're from New York. <laughs> <laughs> Go for like, the grandma. Yeah, you fuck listen, your mama oh, stuff. Yeah. I'm skipping a generation. You know your great 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 aunt. Yeah, she's a stupid fucking cunt. And I hope she kills herself, even though she's been dead for years. So fuck you. God, how far yeah, back but, in the family tree can we go? But for the most part, I ignore it. But when people start getting really personal and being really aggressive to me, I'm like, well, I'm not going to spare your feelings. Now. I'm, I'm going to get aggressive with you. And is that always That's the right. best thing? No, it's not. Oh, it's um, not. It doesn't always yield me the best result. Probably not. But sometimes I'm like, no, like you don't get to say all this stuff to me and think I'm just going to be like, Oh, right. I'm sorry. No, absolutely not. Right. 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 I think people think that, like Margaret Cho said it best. She was like, when people become famous, everyone views them as sort of community property and they can say mm-hmm. or do whatever Fully. they want about that person. And it's like, well, all right, but then I'm also given the privilege of saying and doing whatever I want back. Like, Hello? why shouldn't I defend myself? This is ridiculous. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Well, where can people find you on, where can people find what you're up to and keep up with you online? I have a podcast with the lovely lady bunny called Ebony and Iron You Podcast, which honestly has proven to be a lot of fun. I did not, honestly did not think I would not have as much fun doing mm. it as I am. Because it's, you know, Lady Bunny is very funny, but she has some very interesting takes about a lot of things. And it's this like lovely meeting of like old school and new school. And mm. to hear her perspective about things like the Sherry Pie scandal and like gays over COVID and like cancer mm. culture and stuff like that. It's, it's really interesting. So people should check that out. And what's it called? Ebony and Irony Podcast. And when's it come out? What day? It comes. Oh, it comes out Fridays. Every Friday Woo! with um our 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 parent sister company, Starburns Audio Girl. Ebony and Ivory. E- Ebony and Irony. Every Friday. Yeah, I do the same thing. Listen, I do the same thing. Ebony. I'll be like Ebony, Ivory, Irony, whatever. It'll come out. <laughs> um, I'm on Instagram um, at Monet Exchange. M O N E T. The letter X. The word Change. I am also on Twitter, and I am not a big TikTok person, but I I did post something really scandalous recently, Ooh. and everyone was like, "Ooh, girl," and I was like, "Well, I gotta let y'all hoes know." Yeah. Right. <laughs> If you had uh, one it the yeah. silhouette challenge, it wasn't a silhouette. It was literally just walking into the frame with my underwear on, and they were oh, like, "I'm gonna go to that." Yeah, I'm gonna go to that. Do you have any makeup tips? If you had one makeup tip for a beginner, shave your mustache. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone's gonna put you in drag. You should probably shave your fucking mustache. Um, one makeup tip, I would say. Highlighter should not be overused. Like highlighting mm-hmm. is like a really big thing now. And people like, I mean, they just like lay it on thick. By the time they're done, they're just like, you know, like oh my god, I'm gonna die. Was that a highlighter or was that the screen cleaner? That's what a badass bitch she is. She uses fucking dust cleaner for her face. It like went up my nose. Yeah. Oh my god! Did you run out of poppers? Why are you? Why do you have yeah. duster at hand next to you? Oh my god! That's hardcore. That's some hardcore. Oh, nay. Are you, you okay? On, you want to be on Drag Race? You oh, have to no. prep your skin with fucking okay. dust cleaner to the throat. <laughs> dust cleaner to the nose. Highlighter. Highlighter should be worn. Not like don't like. Just that's a great tip that I haven't gingerly. heard before. I haven't yeah, heard that gingerly. before. So we'll Thanks. tag pheromone. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, Monet, thank you so much for coming on our show. Thank we appreciate you. Me. And so um, I hope to see you soon. Soon, Mateo. Soon. <laughs> thank you, guys. Thanks. Starbanks Audio, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.